you can shut up about my font, man, okay? I like my font the way it is. I don't want to change it. I don't want to make it bigger. Look, I like at, it just at least, the way it is. At least it's on 11 today and not 9. Who puts font on 9? I didn't put it on 9. It just automatically came that way. It and, just happened and, to be on 9. And I can just so happen with my eyesight just see it just fine. So I don't know where you're coming at me with all this stuff, man. I'm just pointing it out. Pointing out that it's a perfectly legitimate font size? It's not, though. It is. It doesn't come automatically at font 20 or 40 or whatever. It comes out at like 9 or 11. No, 11 is the standard font size. No, 11 is. Or 9 is. Hold on, I'm going to look this up. This is the second week in a row, by the way, that we're talking about this. This doesn't even need to be added into the recording. This is just something I I feel very strongly about. This is the Always More Podcast. Hello and hello. It is June 23rd as you're listening to this, June 19th as we're recording, so happy Juneteenth to all of our uh, listeners of color. Welcome to the Always More Podcast, where we believe there is always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding. Today on the pod, we are talking about our reviews and recommendations of the week, Modern Day Jonah, Happy Thoughts, Samurai Jack, and so much more. But first, my best friend. My shining beacon of hope. Oh, come on. My <laughs> almost everything. <laughs> How are you, Tim? Oh, brother, I'm doing all right, man. It's a good day. It, it's been a rough week, but today is going to turn everything around. That's I, right. I have, I have faith, I have hope, and that is really all I have in life. <laughs> Things happy, are going to change. Happy Juneteenth, man. Thank you. I would wish the same to you, but, but you're white. so I'm definitely white. doesn't matter to you. <laughs> There's so many more holidays for white people, so yeah, we don't need another one. No, definitely not. But <laughs> I appreciate that it is finally a a national federal holiday. Yeah, and not one black person I know is going to get the day off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Think about that. Yeah, the only people that are getting the day off, the rich CEOs. Yeah, and I don't know any of them. Well, so. I'm, I'm hoping that I mean because this was so. I mean. Between the signing and the actual day, I'm hoping by this time next year, more companies will actually take it seriously and actually, you know, do what you're saying. And so that's I, the hope. I saw an interesting social media post. Okay. Which company do you think is going to screw this up the most? Oh, I saw that. I think you said that to me on TikTok. I did. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I think your wife said her money's on Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on down for our Juneteenth sale. Everything, <laughs> everything is three-fifths off the price. <laughs> oh. Uh, I I don't mean to make light of it, but I really expect some companies to screw this oh, up. Oh no, it, it's expected. It's I mean, yeah, someone's going to do it, and it's going to become viral. It's going to be so distasteful. Yep, for sure. Yep. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but we're you know we're thankful for the for the change for the federal holiday. Yeah, but now let's actually make some change. Make some real change. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Right, the George Floyd Policing Act. Something. Right. Do, do something to make actual change. Preach it. All right. What do we got today, Tim? What are we doing? We got some Wreck and Rev, man. You ready to do this thing? Let's go. Let's go. All right. So, uh, Wreck and Rev. So, as I was writing my notes, I realized that between last recording and this recording, I hadn't watched any new movies other than the ones that we had already talked about. Because last time you talked about Cruella, and at, right. the, at that point, I hadn't seen it yet, but between... That recording, and now I did see it. And yeah. So I guess I could talk about it. It was really great. It no, was... you can't talk about it. I already talked about it. Move on. Okay. I'm so... kidding. 
but as expected, uh, um, Emma Stone was absolutely phenomenal. I stand by my hot take. I think she could be the next Meryl Streep. Um, I don't even think that's considered a hot take. I think everybody would agree with you. Well, it's a hot take for me. I, I don't. Look, just let me have this. All right, fine. <laughs> just I'm just saying you're no, you're spot on. Like you're the one that originated that idea, as far as I know. Oh, okay. But I think once you say it, like everybody's like, yeah, that just makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Everybody agrees with you. Yeah. Emma Stone's amazing. She did really great. The only thing about that movie, though, and I knew it at the beginning, just walking. Spoilers. In, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. Because you know how she's going to end up. She's going to end up being this villain who is going to want to kill and murder you know, and yeah, make coats out of puppies. But that's the problem with creating a villain origin movie in Disney is you have to make them likable. Yeah, that it, was that was my whole thing. Like, I didn't want to go into this movie to like Cruella well, because it, she's literally, in my opinion, one of the worst Disney villains out there. Yeah, because it there's no like psychological reasoning that any human being would be like, yeah, let's kill these puppies and make a coat out of it. Well, see, and see, and that's that's my further thing. That, that's my only problem with this movie is it didn't show you, I think, that complete transition into the villain Cruella. Yes, she's a little bit more darker than at the beginning of the film, but she's not murdering puppies level yet by the end of the film. I yeah, don't think. So what went wrong from the the end of the movie to the right. beginning of 101 Dalmatians? Yes. So I'm wondering if they're setting that up on purpose. Like, okay. Cruella 2? I mean, the devil's I, back again? I wouldn't be, ooh, I wouldn't be against it. I'm here for it, man. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Cruella was amazing. I loved it. If you're interested, go check it out. And then also, a new show I've been watching that's not new, but it's new for me, is the show Turn, uh, Washington Spies. And hmm. it's all about, I thought it was actually fictional, and I mean, I'm a history guy, um, but it's actually about this true spy ring that was during the American Revolution uh, by this guy named by um, Culper. Well, that was his code name, um, but it's about, this show's about that ring and about this uh, this little um, not a family. Well, it is partly family, but this small ring uh, set in Setucket slash Long Island slash New York City and basically how they helped Washington win the war. And Was so, that uh, Nathan Hale? Is he involved at all? Uh, I think he does come in later. Okay. I haven't seen him yet. That's literally the only U.S. spy that I know of, and I only know of that because I kind of paid attention in third grade. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, there was a spy. And I was like, oh, cool, spies. Anyway, that's a butterfly. Right, right. No, I think he comes in later. He, I don't think we've been introduced to him yet. I mean, of course, it's a show, so they're going to change things up a little right. bit. And it's not going to be completely historical accurate. But they kind of get most of the big points correct. Like, okay, yes, the the Valley Forge and um, the the Christmas battle, well, battle with George Washington going over the Delaware and defeating the, the German mercenaries and all that stuff. And so, It's not a battle. It's it not really a slaughter. It's a slaughter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, really cool show. I like it. I'm in the middle of it right now, season two. But uh, yeah, what's yours, man? All right, cool, cool. So I recently started on Disney Plus Loki. I'm a huge Marvel fan as yes. far as the cinematic universe goes. Yes. Uh, comics, I prefer DC, but movies and TV shows, Marvel's got my heart. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're so good at yep, it. Yep, you're doing excellent. Loki is in no way a letdown from what I've seen. I've watched... Uh, the entire first episode and part of the second episode, that's all that's out. Oh. I didn't get a chance to finish the second one. Have you, have you been spoiled yet by the end of second? Yeah. Okay. So I, I have definitely had the spoilers revealed to me. I will try not to spoil anything. Uh, but essentially, it's about Loki time traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, due to the events of the Avengers movie, the Endgame, right. um, Loki ended up with the Tesseract and then ends up deviating from the set, what they call the sacred timeline. Yeah. Um, and then he ends up 
in the custody of basically these time police, the TVA, and they have to correct the timeline. So obviously they're going to erase him. Yeah. But instead they realize that they can use him to help correct other timelines and other variants and all kinds of cool stuff. So it's, I think, I feel like they're setting up almost like a buddy cop show. Oh, they absolutely are. With Loki oh, yeah. and uh, uh, with uh, Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. It's amazing. It's brilliant. <laughs> I'm waiting on Owen Wilson to just say, wow. Wow. <laughs> but, you know. It's got to happen. <laughs> I feel like just because of who Marvel is as a company, they're yeah. not going to do it until the last episode. Yeah. I saw uh, another thing on social media where somebody was saying that, like, on the last episode, he's going to go, and then they're going to end the show. <laughs> and that's going to be it. So, I'm going to be so mad great. if they do it, but, you know, if you know, they do it, it'll be great. I will say this, man. I loved WandaVision. I loved, um, well, it's now Captain America, but uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I love those shows, but this one, I think, has the best beginning of, of all of them. Like, obviously, it's not done yet, so I can't judge the whole show, but um, I am more, the way they the way they keep you kind of tugged in and yet still keeping things secret, I think they did a, they're doing it a lot better than they did WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Like, WandaVision, I felt like you had too many questions. There was too many things. There were I'm more like, questions at the end of WandaVision right. than anything. Right, and, and that too. And so you just kind of go into it, and you're like, every single episode, you're like, oh, cool, I got a little answer, but, like, they give you more questions. It's like, ah. And then at the end of it, it's like, there's still a lot of questions. You didn't answer all the and questions. And the answers you got were not good. No. Yeah. Half the time, no. So I'm, I'm hoping that, and now here's the cool thing, is for any of you guys that are any bit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's a chance that they could tie this into WandaVision. I'm pretty sure they will. I mean, they're, they've been planning everything to tie all into one altogether. So. I mean, we, we know this, and in case you didn't know this, um, Doctor Strange and the um, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that's coming out next year. Uh, that's going to have Wanda in it for sure. But if you watch, she's this on the poster. Oh yeah. Uh, but if you watch this show, you can definitely see how, like, okay, Loki's got to come back somehow in all this, or 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 he's going to have some kind of effect that you may not see him, but it will be be because of him. I feel like they're probably just going to drop him into the timeline where Loki did die, mm. and they're like, "Yeah, here's your new timeline. There you Aww. go." And Thor's just going to be like, Loki. And Loki's going to be like, ah, we didn't have that moment. Like, you Aww, had that moment with another me, but it no. wasn't me, so we're not we're not on good terms. That makes me sad. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. Watch. Yeah. And then, uh, so, check out Loki. Yes. My last one is actually a book that I bought uh, from one of the TikTokers that I follow. TikTokers? A book called A Pizza with Everything on It. If you don't have kids, you probably have no reason to own this book. <laughs> it is definitely a children's book, but it is adorable, and I love it, and Ellie loves it. It's basically the story of this kid and his dad who owns a pizza shop. Mm -hmm. He says, you know, when your dad owns a pizza shop, you can get whatever you want. So one day my dad asked me what I want, and I told him a pizza with everything on it. So he gets, you know, the uh, mushrooms, pepperoni, four types of cheeses, a pizza sauce, uh, sausage, bacon, all that stuff. He's like, all right, sounds good. He's like, no, Dad, everything on it. <laughs> so he goes to the store, and he comes back, and he, like, throws cucumbers on it and carrots and random stuff, graham crackers, marshmallows, the whole nine yards. He's like, sounds good? No, Dad, everything on it. <laughs> so he's like, car keys, soda cans, computers. <laughs> uh, he gets, like, a dog at one point. He's like, sounds good? Everything on it. So he's, like, loading on buildings and <laughs> cars and skyscrapers and other people. And oh. eventually it collapses into a black hole of pizza. <laughs> and then when it explodes again, everything is pizza. 
So it, oh. it's a it's a really cool book. It's fun. <laughs> I won't spoil the ending, but it it's adorable. <laughs> All right, check it out. I'll a pizza with everything out. on it. You can buy it on Amazon. That's where I got mine. It was like sixteen bucks <laughs> with shipping. So. Sounds good. Cool beans, man. All right. Well, we have a new segment that we are starting this week uh, called Happy Hour. And no, there are no drinks involved yet. Um, but uh, Not for you, maybe. <laughs> uh, this is just where we talk about something that made us happy in the week because there's a whole lot of crazy things that happen in the world. And granted, this podcast is usually on the, usually on the light side, but we always want to just kind of reinforce happy, positive things. Not that there isn't a time and a place for darker and more important things, but you know, like Juneteenth. I'm not saying that's darker. That's a good thing. That's a happy hour thing. No, I was just saying like darker, like skin color. (laughs) If you want to go there, (laughs) it's my day. I'll go there if I want. (laughs) Lightly melanated, hella black. (laughs) So we just want to talk about something that made us happy this week. And so Chris, you start this off, man. All right. So first I saved a turtle. That's not my thing. You saved a turtle? Yeah, there's a turtle crossing the road. I got out of my car, pushed it across the road before it got hit. How nice of you. It was terrified, but that wasn't actually my thing. I just, I remembered it. It's another thing. It's another thing, yeah. Yeah. So my thing is there's a comedian that I don't find super hilarious, but this segment that he does, just every time I'm feeling really bad, I just listen to it and it brings me joy. (laughs) Uh, Pete Holmes does this segment. Pete Holmes. He does this segment <laughs> called Pierce, where basically he just comes up with things to say to a guy named Pierce yeah. at a party. So it's things like, hey, we need to find beer. So, Pierce, <laughs> get beers, Pierce. <laughs> and music, Pierce, tears for fears, Pierce. <laughs> I haven't seen you in years. Three cheers for Pierce. <laughs> So that always brings me joy. And then he did another one, uh, which was a guy telling his Latino friend that their soccer team finally broke their losing streak. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) One. We won, won, won. It was one to one for so long, but we finally won, won, won. And if that doesn't bring you joy, you're dead inside. Oh, that's good stuff. I love it. We almost won one, but we finally won one. We won one one. No consequence on real life, but it brings me joy. (laughs) What do you got for me, Tim? All right. uh, Something that made me happy this week. Um, So two things. It's it's kind of one of the same, but my wife started her full time job this week working in a hospital. Um, So long story short, we when I left the church. Um, I started working for you, right? And I loved working for you. So don't get me wrong; I loved working for you. I feel like you didn't. I did. Um, uh, however, we had a discussion that didn't really hit us until we talked to your brother-in-law, Josh, uh, about the wife working. So it, what you're saying is it's Josh's fault? Yes. All right. <laughs> now I know, Josh. I'm coming for you. I know you listen to um, these sometimes. I'm coming for you. But it was one of those things to where I'll I'll take I'll take. Um, not the I'll take the not the credit with what we're looking for blame. the blame the fault uh, for not thinking about her when we were transitioning but it was just one of those things where it was like hey Jess I've been working my dream job for the past six years if you want to do something you're more than welcome to and I'll stay at home and so sure enough she was on board and she wanted to Jess get out was on house. board yeah and so she wanted to go work and so this past week she started her new job at uh, Scott and White um, and really pumped for her really excited and now I am at home 
Watching the kids. Yeah. How's I'm it sta- going? It's going all right, man. Staying home dad. It's it's man, credit to all the single um well not single, but the stay at home moms and dads out there. It's it's a job, man. It's 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 work. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I haven't experienced it. Like I've spent a day or two with Ellie. Yeah. But I, I couldn't imagine how it, different it must be to be a stay at home. It's a mental dad. thing, man. Yeah. It's a mental, like there's some physical stuff, but a lot of it's just a mental, just being there for your kids, especially with like, even with my daughter, Aria. Um, so my son, Jim, he is extremely introverted and most of the time he's to himself and, you know, stays whatever. He just does whatever he wants. Um, but my daughter, on the other hand, requires almost 100% attention all the time. Constantly. Uh, and so, and that's fine. She, that's not, I want her to be her. Uh, but sometimes I want to be able to show my son some attention and you know, I kind of try to help him learn how to talk and help him just do things. And so, and then of course, when I do that with Jim, she gets jealous and wants the yeah. attention. So it's really just trying to find that balance of telling her, Hey, Aria, I'm so glad you're involved, but right now I'm trying to spend time with Jim. And of course that kind of sucks. Cause you're like, I want to spend both time with both my kids, but it's just, yeah. It's I'll weird. tell you how to fix that. Only have one kid. <laughs> well, uh, Yeah. Like we've, we've got Tyler and Ellie, and they both need separate types of attention. If we had just stopped at Tyler, I could give him all the attention all the time. <laughs> a little late for that, buddy. A little late I, for that. I'm aware. I'm aware. It's a little late for both of us. Oh, man. Well, hey, that was my uh, happy hour. And we have a new segment, or not a new segment, but one of our favorite segments. I love it. You ready? Let's do it, man. What did I miss? Bro. Dang it. I need Bro. to label these somehow. Is it this one? Okay, let's do it again. Dang, I'm going to get it right one of these days. Probably not. No. Let's do it again, though. What, what's right. the next segment, Chris? What did I miss? You're killing me, man. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So this is a part of the show where we talk about some news that you probably didn't hear. Uh, just some fun things. Sometimes, um, usually not too dark, but yeah, yeah. I, I think we'll, we'll stick to the positives <laughs> on this one. What do you got for me, Tim? What happened? Okay. Do you remember VeggieTales? I do. Do you remember the movie uh, VeggieTales and uh, what was it called? Jonah. Jo- was it Jonah and the Whale? Was that what it was? I think so. It was just Jonah and the Whale. Just Jonah and the Whale. Okay. I remember it. So we, we grew up with this story. And granted, it's a great story. It's a fun story. And it's actually one of my favorite stories in the Bible because it's about this guy who is completely prejudiced about a group of people. And God tells him, like, hey, you need to shut up and help me out. Ooh. Great story. Ooh. I'll say that for another time. Um, no, it's Juneteenth. You better <laughs> you better speak on that, brother. Okay, so let's talk about Jonah then for a second. So Jonah was, uh, I mean, if we're going to do this, uh, Jonah was a prophet of the Lord. So you would assume that yep. he would be on God's side and want to do exactly what God wants to do and would who would, so. you know, have the love of God in him. God tells him to go to Nineveh, which is based off a group of people who were the enemies of Israel and just ultimately quote unquote bad guys. God tells him to go to Nineveh to preach and basically you know, show them the love of God and to help them convert and everything. And Jonah does not want to do it. So he gets on a boat and goes completely the other way uh, to Tarsus. And then what ends up happening is, long story short, of course, and you guys sure you know, uh, he gets eaten by a whale, uh, or it says a big fish, but come on. Uh, and uh, the, only, the only fish large enough for that would be a whale shark. And those things aren't, I mean, they're big, but. Are they technically fish? I thought sharks weren't technically fish. Oh, I don't know. I they're, thought they were. They're but. like invertebrates because they don't have actual bone spines. They're oh. like cartilage. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know these things. Hashtag Hank Green. 
please. Um, anyway, so gets eaten by the fish three days, comes out, goes to Nineveh uh, um, reluctantly, uh, and basically kind of with, you know, with a horrible attitude, tells the Ninevites, hey, God sent me here to tell you guys that you should stop and change. And they're like, all right. It's like a super easiest thing ever. Like, he, even with a bad attitude, they're like, all right, sounds good to us. And <laughs> Jonah gets just pissed off at all this because... Because he's a racist. Yeah, essentially. Essentially what happens is he, he, is, he is so prideful. He, he, he wants to assume the worst out of these people. And because God is showing them mercy and showing them grace and showing them all the things that he's shown the people of Israel many a times, he's jealous and upset and essentially racist. And so... Um, and I love it because he ends up going outside the city, and he just ends up sitting under this, uh, this like, with no shade, but God gives him some shade. And it's this beautiful story because it truly shows us that God does care about the people who we think are our enemies. Yeah. And, and, he, and if we can have that in our minds, that even the people that you think are the worst human beings in the world, they are still loved by God and that they are, God still cares about them, that can change how we can interact with one another. And so— God. Also, if God tells you to do something like show love to everyone Come and on. you don't, you're probably going to get eaten by a whale. <laughs> that's that's just science. Just science. So I'd say that all to say um, it happened. It happened for real. Uh, so we had this. Yeah, it's, we just talked about that. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so just a few weeks ago, uh, this Cape Cod uh, diver left with a whale of a tail after a humpback spat him out. Did you just say whale of a tail? Whale of a tail. <laughs> jar. <laughs> you go put a dollar in the bad joke jar. Oh, okay. So long story short, you had this diver who was like a lobster diver. I don't know all the specifics, but he was out there. <laughs> what do- is a lobster diver? I don't know, dude. Uh, and so he was doing his thing. And then all of a sudden, uh, here, here's the, here's the story. He says, um, he was minding his own business. And this is him quote. I got down to about 45 feet of water. And all of a sudden I just felt this huge bump and everything went dark. <laughs> then I felt him around and I realized that there was no teeth and I felt really no great pain because he assumed it was a shark. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm in a whale's mouth. I'm in a whale's mouth and he's trying to swallow me. So this guy's just minding his own business, doing lobster diving, whatever that is. And a humpback whale just randomly swallows him. Now, So he- you, you understand why I say the ocean is a terrifying place. <laughs> This man was minding his own business, obviously inside of the whale's home, so yeah. the whale has every right to do that, and he just got eaten by accident. Right. It wasn't even on purpose. Right. Humpback whales don't try to eat humans. What probably happened was he was trying to eat some krill or something and just didn't see the man, and it accidentally swallowed him up. He probably didn't like him in his mouth just as much as he didn't like being in his mouth. So uh, he spent him out after like 30 seconds. He floats to the water. Someone saves him. He's fine. He only gets some bruises and stuff, but... Yeah, it, he it, got accidentally eaten by a humpback whale in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, mm, <laughs> nope, not me. But he, he's okay. So he's he's all good. He's alive. All right, he's well, breathing. I'm glad he survived and <laughs> gave me even more reason to never go into the water. Okay, uh, what's yours, bro? So mine actually is very similar to this. <laughs> A woman in Patterson, New Jersey, was rescued out of a clothing donation box that she was trapped in for three days. This is the greatest, shortest story I've ever heard. So this woman was reaching into a clothing donation box. You guys have all seen those where you, like, drop off the clothes. You got to open the little flap and throw them in, and then the flap closes. And you can't just, like, pull stuff out. She was trying to get something out of it. I don't know if it was something that she accidentally dropped or if she was just trying to pull stuff out so Mm -hmm. that she could have it herself, whatever. 
I don't know. But she said that somebody came up behind her while she was doing that and just pushed her in. <laughs> and she was she was just reaching in there. That's what she said? That That's what that she, yeah, that's what uh-huh. the police report said. Uh-huh. She was reaching in for something, and somebody just pushed her in. <laughs> and she was trapped in there for three days because those things are pretty hard yeah, to get out of. They're yeah. almost impossible. And somebody just happened to hear her calling for help as they were walking by three days later. Oh, my gosh. Could you just imagine, like, the trauma of being in there for three days? Where Do you know where this was? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, yeah. so I guess it's not that hot. I'm thinking, like, if it no, was not Texas, in Texas she'd, she'd be... Sure. She would definitely be dead yeah. in Texas. 100%. Oof. Now, here's the thing, though. The police say this is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> to her or just in general? Specifically to her. <laughs> This is the third time they've had to pull her out of a clothing donation box. Susan, this is getting ridiculous. I don't know who this woman is, but I love her. She is my new spirit animal. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was fun. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. So after all of that joy and laughter, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, We will be right back with you guys in just a second. Stick around for our cartoon cartoon showdown. Yes. And we are back. I'm loving that music, man. Yeah, bro. All right, guys. Well, hey, we're back with our main segment for today, and that is TV cartoon shows. We didn't have music for that. No, guys, we're we're broke. We're so poor. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Guys, okay, so this is like specifically our childhood uh, shows that we grew up with. And so the shows that we're going to talk about, we we had to – we had to limit it. We uh, definitely did. We, we we cut it off at a certain time period. So it was like 1995 to like 2005 is kind of like what we roughly estimated to. And then we had to do it by views. And we'll mention some honorable mentions later down the road. But essentially what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about some of our favorite shows and have a tournament um, or a cartoon cartoon showdown. And basically yeah. we're going to uh, discuss and hopefully narrow down uh, who we think is or what was the best cartoon show that we grew up watching. And that's based on two specific channels of cartoons. Yes. Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network. Yeah. And if you're a 90s kid, you know what it is. Right. And we didn't do Disney because, I mean, Disney had a few, but they definitely weren't. They were more like live action stuff. Uh, Yeah. Disney was weird. Like, they they weren't specifically cartoon. Um, Now, their cartoons were top tier cartoons. Yeah. Like, Kim Possible, you you can't beat that. I didn't actually watch it, but... Oh, my God, Tim. It's on Disney+. Plus. Watch it now. <laughs> like, right now. I'm We're going to stop this podcast. I'm not going to add that to my list. Add it to your no. list. Kim Possible. Dude, she's your basic average girl, and she's here to save the world. You can't stop her. <laughs> she's not, Kim Possible. I'm not watching it, dude. I might watch Ed and Eddie. I need to find that show somewhere. Was that, is that HBO? I, I think know. Ed and Eddie's on HBO. I'm going to find it. I want to watch it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You got to watch the old one, not the new remakes. That's Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I everybody's agree. trying to do new remakes, and they're Damn. just not people these days. Yeah, I'm, I'm not about it. All right, so before we dive into the tournament part, we're going to do some fun, fast facts about each network. And so, obviously, the two big ones, like Chris said, is Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Uh, so, here's some fun, fast facts about Cartoon Network that maybe you didn't know about, and I didn't know about some of these. So, uh, number one, Cartoon Network was created in October 1992. That so was, was year- my wife. Oh, there you go. October 19th. That's right. 
Uh, under the Warner Brothers Entertainment, um, so one of the only good things that Warner Brothers has done. Uh, cool. whew. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still better about the whole DC thing. Okay, uh, Cartoon, Cartoon Network's first original series was the Moxie Show and the late night uh, satirical animated talk show Space Goes Coast to Coast. I used to love Space Goes Coast to Coast. That was so fun. <laughs> Dude. I felt I felt really for whatever reason when I watched it as a kid I felt like it was super like adultish and super yeah it was definitely like I felt like I shouldn't be watching this <laughs> yeah because it was a late night talk show right and as kids we were both pretty sheltered we weren't allowed to watch late night talk shows <laughs> so it felt like we were getting away with something yeah <laughs> yeah um, okay so even though the adult references in Cartoon Network shows are mostly subtle uh, to kids, that is. Many of the network shows have been censored in Australia. The country is particularly tough on the network and have even censored uh, things that would be passable in the U.S., like the line, this sucks, or the concept of two characters dating. That's interesting. You're not allowed to date in Australia? I guess not to kids. Hmm. <laughs> That's weird. Um, before he hit it big, Seth MacFarlane, creator of Family Guy, was a storyboard artist on several Cartoon Network shows such as Cow and Chicken, Johnny Bravo, and Dexter's Laboratory. That makes a lot of sense. I was just going to say, that makes so much sense. It's yes. not even funny. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Scooby-Doo did a parody of the Blair Witch Project called The Scooby-Doo Project that was aired only once on Cartoon Network. Um, I put it in the show notes. I'm definitely going to watch it. You need to. I, do you not remember that? I, I don't. I remember seeing bits and pieces of it. I don't remember the whole thing, but I remember it. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I remember word for word um, every single line and every single song from Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> that's as much as I can give you for that. All right. Uh, in the aftermath of 9-11, a young intern decided to quit his job at Cartoon Network to help deal with the after effects of witnessing the attacks firsthand. He wrote lyrics to a song titled Turnstiles and Sidewalks. That young intern was Jared Gerard Way. Gerard Way. Gerard. Gerard Way, and the yes. lyrics were uh, My Chemical Romance's first song. Later, he once pitched a cartoon to the executives at Cartoon Network called The Breakfast Monkey. It was accepted, but never completed. Which is really disappointing, because if you look at Umbrella Academy, like... I mean... He's such a good writer. Come on. So let's yep. let's just imagine what Breakfast Monkey could have been. I know. I know. It probably would have top-tiered this entire list. I, I bet it would have. Man, if only. He needs to, like, find another person to... Or another network to... Netflix. Oh. Netflix will probably pick up anything Gerard Way oh. puts out right now. Ooh, because... Yeah. Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Okay, uh, Cartoon Network, and this is the last one. Cartoon Network actually managed to sneak an ad for themselves onto Nickelodeon. Bruh, <laughs> that's savage. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, advertising for your com- your number one competitor? <laughs> I want to imagine the Nickelodeon executives like, how did this happen? <laughs> Just <laughs> Wait a minute, we're smarter than this. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, All right, All right. Uh, so let's. I'll do the Nickelodeon fast facts, yes. I guess. Do it. So Nickelodeon was first created in April of 1971, so much older than Cartoon Network. Yes. Uh, It was originally under Viacom CBS. It was the first cable channel specifically for children, which is nice. Um, Nickelodeon's classic green slime, I'm sure everyone's seen that, get dumped on their favorite celebrities. That was cool. Their least favorite celebrities. I always wanted to be slimed as a kid, but at every opportunity to be slimed, I was like, nah, that (laughs) seems messy. Because, like, I went to, like, church events and school things where slime was available. Yep. And I was just like, nah, 
Like, it looks fun, but you know, in practice, I don't want to get dirty. You know, now that you say that, it's ringing a bell on my head, and I'm wondering if that ever happened to me. I just can't, like, I can think of... If you of, ever got slimed? Yeah. I would hope not. Hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah, so the, sorry, um, the green slime was actually mostly made out of vanilla pudding, applesauce, oatmeal, and green food coloring. I'm sure they threw in some other stuff, human bone fragments yeah. from the sacrificed children they did. Yep. But... It was mostly applesauce and vanilla mostly. pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the final episode of Microchips. Angry Beavers. Microchips for sure. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever been slimed, you're chipped. <laughs> Just like with your vaccines and your cell phones. <laughs> you're magnetized now too. <laughs> <laughs> Will it stick? I don't know. Um, so they had a, a whole bunch of shows. Actually, one of my favorite shows as a kid was Angry Beavers because that was another show I felt like I was getting away with something uh-huh. watching. Oh, they definitely did. Uh, the definitely final episode of Angry Beavers, Bye Bye Beavers, never aired because it broke the fourth wall. <laughs> it featured Norbert and Daggett receiving word that they were being canceled. <laughs> so we can imagine how that would go today. I know, I know. Lovely, right? <laughs> um Another fun fact, all of the children on Rugrats were voiced by women. Yeah. I don't know how many people know that, but I knew that. Mm-hmm. And then on April 30th in 1992, Nickelodeon buried a time capsule that won't be opened until 2042, which 50 years later. Yeah. How most time capsules go. That's pretty cool. I remember them doing a time capsule, but obviously it wasn't that one. Did they do one like in 99? I'm sure 2000? they did. I mean, we were, yeah, we were babies then, so... well. Were you born then? Yeah, you're born then. Yeah, I'm only like a couple of months younger than you, dude. A couple months? You're a year younger than me. You were born in September ninety one. I was born in February ninety two. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's only a few months. <laughs> don't try to age me. De age me. Whatever. Uh, whatever direction we're going, I don't know, man. All right, let's do this. Let's do the uh, the bracket showdown. Okay, but first, some honorable mentions because we couldn't. Th- look, this was only a sixteen um, 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 member bracket, so we couldn't right. we couldn't put everyone on there. So no, it was like basically just the first ones that came to mind when you think of Cartoon Network. Yeah, and, and, and I did a little research. I looked at some of the more longer running ones and the more popular ones, and so I'm sorry if I didn't include your favorite show on there, guys. I'm um, not sorry. I don't apologize. For nothing it's juneteenth and i'm not apologizing for nothing <laughs> honorable mentions uh, include jimmy neutron that was your that show was weird I, I i didn't like it when i was i don't like that it's making a weird comeback I on know, tiktok I know. social media look if you liked it that's fine but it's just to me it always gave me weird vibes maybe because it was the new animation and everything and i think that's what it was it's like upscale veggie tales animation yeah. but it wasn't quite where it mm. needed to be like, yeah it's uncanny valley for sure. Yeah, um, obviously the 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 legend, the the OG Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Um, I mean, it's a great show, but that show like fifty years old prior to all this. So I uh, thought it yeah. was unfair. Uh, yeah, because it yeah it came out in like the sixties, I think. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, seventies. So I, I thought it'd be unfair to put them in there, but they're obviously an amazing show. Oh, another one I didn't even write down, but it just came to my head: Tom and Jerry. Oh yeah, Tom and Jerry, Tom Flintstones, and Jerry. all the Hanna Barbera, yeah, comic. all these old shows that are obviously amazing and mm-hmm. uh, great. Uh, I didn't include include those because those weren't. I mean, we watched them as a kid, but they weren't like the new shows that we all kind of collectively They're not got our into. Our generation, yeah, right, right. 
Those are Gen X and Boomer cartoons. Now, this one came out a little bit later, uh, but I still loved it. Obviously, they just concluded this series last year on Disney+. Plus. But Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, top tier. Super top amazing. Tier. Dave it. Filoni did an incredible job starting this show with uh, uh, George Lucas. Uh, if you're a Star Wars, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, but you want to just know a little bit more about Star Wars, this show is amazing. If you're a fan of just really good storytelling, Come on. character development, and redemption, sacrifice, really. Yeah. And any of that stuff, it's a great series to watch. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, I'll just say this one because this is one that you mentioned to me. Batman Beyond. Yeah. Now, why are I, we including this? I love this show so much. It it kind of picked up where the Batman animated series left off. Yeah. Um, and then jumped in time like 50 years to the future. Mm-hmm. So it was a futuristic version of Batman where he's got all this. I mean, Batman always had cool tech. But right. It's like super high tech stuff. Yeah. Um, it had a really cool, unique storyline. They brought back some of the old villains in ways that you wouldn't expect. They brought back some of the old heroes in ways you wouldn't expect. You still got to see old man Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that was um, cool. It, it was just a really cool series. And the reason I didn't want to put it on this list is because it wasn't like the comedy cartoon like mm-hmm. you would expect. It was animated, but it wasn't a cartoon, quote-unquote. Yeah, I get it. So, honorable mention, not on the list. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, so here's our bracket. And you guys can participate in your heads, but obviously by the time you're hearing this, uh, if you were paying attention to our Instagram stories, you've already been participating. So the way we're doing this is we have a Cartoon Network side and a Nickelodeon side, and we'll narrow it down until finally we have a Cartoon versus uh, Nickelodeon, and we will decide which is the best show there. So uh, the the contenders are Teen Titans, Samurai Jack, Foster's Home for Imaginary uh, Friends, Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Laboratory, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Ed and Nettie, Codename Kids Next Door, SpongeBob SquarePants, Rocket Power, Avatar The Last Airbender, Cat Dog, The Fairly Odd Parents, The Wild Thornberries, Hey Arnold, and Danny Phantom. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to take this one battle at a time. We're going to try to do this quickly. We'll talk a little bit about what we liked about it. And then if we can't come to a conclusion together, uh, we're going to flip, not a coin, but what is it, Chris? Uh, It's a keychain, but it's the closest thing I had to a coin. Yeah. Either of us had it to a coin. Because who carries coins anymore? Yeah, seriously. We're millennials. We don't do that. (laughs) All right. So let's start off at the top. keep all my money on my microchip. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just right there in my arm when I get my vaccine. That's where all my money is. All right, so uh, let's do this, man. Teen Titans versus Samurai Jack. Okay, so Samurai Jack is the story of a time-traveling samurai. He was fighting an evil demon named Aku and was thrown back in time, or thrown into the future uh, when Aku had already conquered the world, and he's got to figure out a way to get back to his time to stop Aku from conquering the world, basically. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans is a story of a group of teenagers with, most of them have superpowers. The other one is just extremely trained um and they fight villains it's exactly what you would expect from a comic book superhero storyline yeah out of the two of those i think and it this is going to be a weird bracket because it's not based on what story was written better or what animation was better it's just my preference right should should we just like say at the same time and like yeah let's do it okay ready Ready? one two three teen Teen titans Titans. hey Hey, all right cool (laughs) 
For you guys not watching the video, one we went for a high five or a fist bump. I went for the high five. He went for the fist bump. Oh, we're lame. <laughs> I'm lame. I don't know. Oh yeah, lovely. Okay, so Teen, Teen Titans. Titans then. Teen Titans wins that one. Yeah, um, I'm, I agree because Teen Titans to me was a little bit more like Samurai Jack. It was it was great. It was good. Extremely well written show. Absolutely, but Teen Titans just had the fun part of it too. It was like yeah. the show that you could go to knowing that hey, I'm gonna feel good at the end of this, and it was just kind of mostly mostly true. There, there were some episodes that were about something, man. Like, I don't know if you remember the one where um, Cyborg gets that ring that lets him look oh, human. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, look, man, you're perfect the way you are. And he's like, yeah, but I used to be this. Oh, and, yeah. like, it, it really hit home. Yeah. Um, when Raven is like, you know, I never really fit in with anybody. Mm-hmm. And she, like, goes off on her own thing. And she gets into her mind and has to meet each one of her emotions. Right. That was deep. Yeah. Like, that show had some some ups and downs. Well, and, 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 and for what it was, too, this came out before all the MCU stuff, and yet it was still one of those big, hard-hitting shows that even people today remember because it was just, it was a great superhero show. Granted, it was a kid's show, but it was still a good one because it was just, it was funny, it was light, it had those deep moments, though, that it kind of really brought you in, um, but ultimately, it was a superhero show that was actually really well-written. So, right. All right. We're in agreement there. Cool. Uh, next up, we have Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends and Powerpuff Girls. I don't know if I want to do this one because those are both such good shows. Okay, so I have a bias on this. Um, I have to be honest with the listeners. I never watched Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I mean, I, I mean, I remember seeing it every once in a while, but I never deliberately sat down to watch it. That's hurtful. Okay, so Foster's Home for Imaginary <laughs> Friends was a show basically about the foster care system for imaginary friends. When you, when you have an imaginary friend, they come out into the real world. You can actually see them. They're tangible in this world Yeah, and they can hang out with you, do stuff, make friends, all kinds of cool stuff. But when you outgrow the imaginary friend, what kind what happens to them? You know? (laughs) So there's, um, there's one that was just like an airplane bird, tropical island type thing coco oh i um, remember that there was a big purple hairy monster eduardo that was terrified of everything he's just a yeah. scaredy personality um there was one that was basically ba- built off of uh, wilt chamberlain the basketball player oh yeah um and then the main character was blue and his boy max and they had all kinds of crazy adventures um powerpuff girls is the story of these three little superhero girls yep. that were created in a lab by their father slash maker, Professor Utonium. They're yep. trying to redo that one right now too, and oh, it is not looking I'm, good. Yeah, I'm so worried the CW. about that. We'll see. Yep. I mean, they had to take that all the way back to the drawing board. No, I know. I know. Like the script got leaked, and yep. it was atrocious. Yeah, but I think that might have been like a a power play mm. to get people to watch the show. Because it's like a train wreck. Like, when you know it's bad, you want to watch it just to see how bad it is. Yeah, yeah. And it might actually be pretty good when it comes out. I mean... I'm not holding on to hope, but... Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe Maybe they did that on purpose. Um, Out of the two of those, I think my favorite, as much as I love Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, it's got to go Powerpuff Girls. I mean, that's my bias. I'm going to go with Powerpuff just because that's a show I watched and I enjoyed it. So, that's my vote, too. There you go. Power Puff. All Power right. Power Puff Girls. Fist. Fist bump. Bump. Okay. Blah, da, la, la, la. What? You never watched Big Hero 6 either? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Sorry. Didn't come up in my head. All right. Next one. 
Uh, we've got Dexter's Lab versus Courage the Cowardly Dog. So Dexter's Lab, story of a tiny genius <laughs> and his attempts to not have his lab destroyed by his older sister. Yep. And then Courage the Cowardly Dog is the story of a dog that lives in the middle of nowhere with his people, Miriam and Eustace. Yep. Muriel and Eustace. Um, and they just deal with creepy stuff. Yeah. It happens all the time out there. Okay. I'm just going to come out and say it. Courage the Cowardly Dog was incredible. That show... It was terrifying. It was terrifyingly beautiful and creepy, and the writers must have been on something all the time. Oh, absolutely. But that show was so... I mean, the fact that you can write a show, a long cartoon show, based on just three characters, and it just take place in the middle of nowhere, and it still be amazing, Courage has my vote 1,000%. Wow. Courage, really? Yes. This is the first one we disagree on. Really? Because I would have said Dexter's Lab simply because Courage the Cowardly Dog is terrifying and I don't like terrifying things. <laughs> uh, Dexter's Lab just had such a varied experience. Like, obviously, he's a genius, so he can do pretty much anything he wants. But they yeah. talk about time travel, family ties. Yeah. There were episodes where they were like bowling versus episodes where he's in a giant fighting robot. <laughs> Yeah. There's uh, episodes that focus on each member of the family. Oh, Dexter's yeah. mom is thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna have to say Dexter. So let's. All how right. are we gonna do this? Um, you do heads, I'll do tails. I mean, all I'm, right, because I'm not I'm not budging on this one. Fair enough. I'm not budging on Dexter's <laughs> lab either. So uh, this is heads, and the blank side is tails. We'll just throw it up and. Heads. Heads. Was oh, I heads? You I had was heads. heads. Okay, so all Dexter's right. lab. All right, guys. If you disagree with us, let us know. <laughs> comment. Yeah, please let us know. Tell us. All right. Uh, next up. All right, so the next one we've got, uh, I can barely see that from here, Codename Kids Next Door and, and E3. Ed, 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 and Eddie. I couldn't fit it in the bracket. That, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> I get it. So Ed, Ed, and Eddie is the story of these three kids that live in a cul-de-sac. So um, and it's literally just like the kids trying to make a couple of quarters to go buy some jawbreakers and they come up with these crazy yeah. schemes where they'll, uh, they do like ghost hunting tours and they do a roller coaster <laughs> at one point. Uh, they set up like a little carnival in the cul-de-sac yeah. Yeah. and it was just a good old time. Um, obviously they're cartoons. So a lot of crazy stuff happens. I tell you what, man, if my parents would have watched the show with me, they would have told not me not allowed to no. watch it for sure. They had, they hit some really raunchy stuff in that show. That oh yeah. Definitely sure. like, Oh, are they are they looking at a, a nude magazine right now? Like yeah. some de- like you never saw it, but you know what was yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oof. but no, that look, Ed and Nettie is like the classic summer three friends hanging out kind of show. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But and Kids Next Door. Kids Next Door is the story of these kids that set up an organization basically to fight adults. Which I mean that alone I would not have been allowed to watch if my parents had known. <laughs> But was it wasn't they weren't they also fighting like just older teenagers? Yeah. So adults, anybody older than them that was oh, trying to make yeah. them age, um, trying to make them lose their childhood yeah. innocence or anything like that. And they used two by four technology. So yeah. everything they built, like they built airplanes and guns and everything yeah. just out of two by fours. Yeah. Which was amazing. Uh such a good show, such good writing. All kinds of craziness happens in that show as well. Do you have a stance on this? Because this is honestly probably the hardest one for me because I loved both of these shows deeply. I, I did enjoy both of them. I do have an opinion, though. I'm going to have to go, and it's all because of one character, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, 
And See, that character is Ed. The first Ed. The first Ed. <laughs> because that man was on something different. He was on another level oh, okay. from everyone else I, I gotta, I've ever seen in any cartoon. I got to tell you this. Okay, so I, when I was looking all this up about uh, like the fun facts, so they had an episode planned for the show called Special Ed. No. <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> obviously, it did get aired because obviously that would be horrible. Yeah, that's not okay. But dude... They were thinking about it. Could you imagine if they would have released that episode? Could you imagine if they released it today? Oh, my God. Canceled immediately. Canceled the whole show. Um, Okay. Look, I love Ed and Eddie, but Codename was also super fun. And I I remember, like, playing with toys based on uh, Kids Next Door. I'm going to give it to my first love. I'm going to give it to Ed. All right. I'm going to do it. They they took my man's stairs. He got in (laughs) trouble and they took his stairs. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. But we we forgot about about one of the most important characters in all cartoon uh, TV show. Plank. Plank. We forgot about Plank. Plank wins it. Plank wins the show. Plank wins it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Not even Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Just Plank. I'd watch a show about Plank. All right, guys. We are now moving into the Nickelodeon side of things. We have SpongeBob SquarePants versus Rocket Power. Remember that? Close enough. Homie, just let me do me. I'm saying it was good. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. Okay, okay. You know I love you. I got mad love for you, homie. All right, SpongeBob SquarePants. It's one of the OG cartoon shows that, especially for our generation, because it just, it's, I mean, still, it it just ended, didn't it? Like, it went on for a long time. Yeah, it's been on forever. Like, I've got the DVD set of, like, the first 10 seasons. It's, like, 17 discs. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, I got that. Almost a decade ago. Yeah. For for as annoying as it can be, it's just one of those shows that makes you just blank out. And that's the beauty of it. It's yeah. just, it's so annoying. You don't have to pay attention you to it. You don't. And, but yet some of the things, especially in like the first few seasons, are actually really hilarious. Like even as an adult, you're like, that's hilarious. Like the, the bullworm, the Alaskan bullworm, yeah. the uh, uh, Sandy with the whole Texas thing. Dude, those. those Bro, are... That is probably one of the most quotable shows I've oh, ever watched. Yeah, yeah. There is a SpongeBob quote or meme or gif for any situation. Yeah. I promise you that. Like half of the TikTok sounds too are from like SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then Rocket Power was actually another one of my favorites. So this is gonna be a hard one for me because Rocket Power was just one of those cool shows in this phase of my life where I wanted to like skateboard and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't really get into it because I was horrible at it, but it's still like really <laughs> so, fun to watch. So this definitely puts into perspective, like as a parent looking back, when my parents are like, No, we don't want you to watch Power Rangers because you'll try to mimic what they do on TV. Uh, yeah, and I was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to mimic what they do on TV. I'm not dumb. <laughs> but watching SpongeBob made me pick the clarinet as my instrument in band <laughs> in school. And watching Rocket Power made me pick up a skateboard yeah, for the first yeah. time and try to skateboard, which yep. I was all right at. I, I was all right. Not great. Like, yeah. I could at one point kickflip. Yeah. That was the extent of my ability. Yeah. And everyone in, in our generation, everyone in that time wanted a skateboard. So this show... Uh, a lot. Okay, all okay. the white people compared to today, a lot. Yeah, oh, that's true. Very true. White people, but like I remember, like it was the thing. Like back in GC Crew, people would bring in skateboards all the time. We, yep. had, we had a skateboard park. Yeah, we had a skate park at, at church. Yeah, which so is weird. 
And so this show was like, it was not just skateboarding. Obviously, it was, it was set in Hawaii, so they're surfing. Or was it California? California. Okay. Uh, but they're surfing. They, they Basically, all the extreme sports that you can imagine, they, they did it. And so... Yeah. I, I, this is a hard one for me, too. I, I, you made a good point with all the quotes and all the fun things about SpongeBob, but at the same time, Rocket Power actually made some, like, I remember, like, kind of like Kids Next Door. I remember thinking and playing and, like, imagining myself in the Rocket Power world. <sighs> three, two, one it. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Boom. Oh, there you go. All, all right. right. <laughs> it's only because I use SpongeBob in my everyday life now. So, that's, oh, yeah. That's where that one wins. Yep. I used to hate SpongeBob, but I, yeah, I know it's it's it, incre- it's a it's a love hate. It's incredible. I think I think the writer deserves a lot of credit because it's so. You know, I don't mean this in the serious way, but it's timeless. It, it's just a funny, stupid it show is, yeah. that just lasts forever. And so, all right, next up, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. I don't even know why this one's on here. This is God tier show right here. This is probably going to win the whole. This is my seat. My first seat pick. Okay, I, the I, whole thing. I have something to say to you. I've never watched Avatar and Bro. was never interested. Bro. I, maybe, right. I, maybe I was too into the stupid shows, but this one seemed too serious for me at the time, and I just wasn't interested. Fair enough. I didn't. Truthfully, I watched it. I didn't watch it all the way through until the pandemic, basically, when they oh, put it okay. on Netflix and yeah. every, everybody was getting into it. Oh, That's yeah. when I got back into it. Um, so Avatar The Last Airbender obviously is a story of this kid who ends up being the Avatar, the master mm-hmm. of all four elements in a world where people are born into a race or a nation or a tribe, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And they can control one element based on that. Yeah. So they're born into like the air nomad tribe or the water tribe. Um, they're born into the fire tribe or sorry, fire nation or the earth nation. Um, and based on where you're born, that's the element you control. Yeah. That's basically it. This kid can control all four elements, and mm. he has to use that to save the world by defeating the Fire Nation, who conquered everything. It's a cool principle. Like the story sounds good. It honestly, you would love it. Watch it with your kids. All right, I might try. Um, this one, like I said, top tier, god tier yeah. show. Like it's probably the number one show out there. Okay. Uh, versus yeah, cat dog, which. <laughs> This is this is like okay. This is as stupid as SpongeBob, but worse. Like I, I'm gonna be it honest, was so much worse. It was <laughs> There's so many questions. There's actually a creator on TikTok. Um, I can't remember their name right now, but they do a like a um, kind of like a Gen Z person talking to a millennial about uh, the shows yeah. that they used to watch. <laughs> and the Gen Z kid is so horrified <laughs> by the way that they describe. Cat dog for one. Uh, um, they they also do like the MTV shows, Room Raiders, that type yeah. of stuff. But like the horror on the Gen Z person's face the entire time. They're just like, you guys watch this as kids? Why? How did it poop? Why did they do? It was just a dog attached to a cat. What was no the point? Then. Were they friends? Oh no, the cat hated the dog. Yeah. Was the cat smart? No. Was the dog the smart one? No, the dog was dumber. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yeah. such an odd concept for a show. They had the rat Winslow. Mm-hmm. They had the three bully dogs. Yeah, it was weird. Look, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna give it to Avatar just because Avatar deserves it. I can just tell. I ain't even watch it. But I can just. Cat Dog does not deserve to go on. <laughs> no, Cat Dog probably shouldn't have even made this list. It's so weird. Oh, uh, okay. All right. 
<laughs> Avatar moves on. Uh, all right. Fairly Odd Parents versus the Wild Thornberries. Ooh. I have my vote. This is, I really enjoyed one over the other. Tell me about them. Let's hear it. Okay, so Fairly Odd Parents was great. Uh, it was obviously, it had guys uh, named Timmy Turner, was named after me, and the story was just basically this boy who grew up in a house with a babysitter who hated him, and he hated her, and just made his life horrible. Uh, and then also, his parents were strange, but his Fairly Odd Parents were cool. Uh, the show was good. I liked it. But the Wild Thornberries, man, just had all the adventure, all the coolness, all talking to animals. That show, like, for whatever reason, maybe just because I love nature and that kind of stuff, but um, that show just always made me happy. I loved Wild Thornberries. Okay. That's so my... we're probably going to end up flipping a coin then. Because really? Because for me, Fairly Odd Parents was the better of the two shows. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. It, again, it's just such a varied show. There's so many different things happen. Yeah. I love the idea of just being able to wish for whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. And I secretly, and not so secretly, wished that I had fairy godparents <laughs> as well. Yeah. That would just be like my entire personality. I would just wish for whatever I wanted, whenever <laughs> I wanted. And it wouldn't even be like major things yeah. most of the time. I'd be like, man, I wish I had a Coke. <laughs> Boom. Coke. So. I, I think too, like around that time, I was watch, I was reading books like Animorphs and like a lot of those weird but kind of like animal nature stuff. And right, as right. a kid, I was super into um, like the nature documentaries and all that kind of stuff. So Wild Thornberries was my thing. So I guess we need to flip the coin. Let's flip it. Ready? Wait, I'm tails. Your heads? Is that how we're doing this? I guess. Yeah. All right. And heads again. Hmm. I feel like this is biased. Let's do it one more time. We'll ignore that last one. All right, all right. Here, actually, you do it. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Dang it. Heads again. All right, all right. right. Fine, fine. Fairly odd parents wins. Secretly, this is a weighted coin. Uh, I mean... (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Like I said, it's literally just a keychain. All right, we got to move along. Next up, Hey Arnold versus Danny Phantom. Um, Okay, this is another one I'll be honest with. I never watched Danny Phantom. Uh, You didn't miss much. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Danny Phantom was actually a pretty good show. It's about this kid that ends up with ghost powers because his parents are like paranormal ghost hunters. Oh, and they created this machine to be able to send ghosts that were in our world to the ghost world and be able to go back and forth. He was inside of it when it turned on, ended up with ghost powers. That's kind of cool. I don't understand the science of that. I guess it's kind of like the Hulk. Yeah. Like he was in the gamma radiation thing when it's, it turned on. That's still kind of cool for a kid thing, though. Yeah, it was a super cool concept. Um, it wasn't like scary ghosts. Yeah. It was more like, you know, cartoony superhero right. fighting villain ghost. Yeah. Um, it was a great show. Great character development. Um, definitely fed into my love of goth women as a kid. <laughs> um, Explains a lot. It it really does. Dude, <laughs> these cartoons shape who you are. They do, truthfully. Man. So weird. Um. Danny Phantom was a great show. Okay. Um, okay I, I don't know if it if it would win or not. Look, my votes Hey Arnold just because I'm familiar with the show. And it was weird, but, dude, it was funny. So uh, my vote is for Hey Arnold. But Hey Arnold, the story of this kid basically just living in New York, I, I think is yeah. where they were. Um, just going about everyday life as a kid. Um, he lived with his grandparents in a boarding house that they owned and rented out rooms. So he had some mm-hmm. weird, cool neighbors. His best friend Gerald was there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it to Hey Arnold just right. because of Gerald. Just because of Gerald. It's Juneteenth. He deserves it. I dig. I dig. I'm just kidding. It was a much. It was. It was a good show. I mean, I liked it. So I mean, 
All right, we we, we got to move forward. We got to move fast. Yeah, we've already discussed the shows. Now we can just determine who wins out of the All right. competition. So back to Cartoon Network side, Teen Titans versus Powerpuff Girls. Do we just want to go into it or just three, one, two, one? Three, two, one. It. Let's do it. Three, three two, two, one. Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. Boom. Too easy. Yeah, Powerpuff is good, but Teen Titans, man, it's just Teen just Titans takes it. Great show. All right, next up, Dexter's Laboratory. How does he say? Doesn't he? He say says laboratory. Laboratory. Yeah. But the the theme song says laboratory. Right. Okay. Uh, versus Ed and Nettie. You ready? Three, two, one. Dexter's Ed and Nettie. Oh no. Oh. I, I, I told you, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's it's the it's the it's the bro show. I know. It's the, it, it's the show. Okay, that's like so the best friends hanging out all summer doing stupid stuff together. The the reason I put Dexter over Ed and Nettie, the only reason I think it's better is because of the animation. The Ed and Nettie animation, like sometimes I, when I would stay home sick, yeah. it hurt my eyes to watch. <laughs> it's a weird animation style. I like the Dexter's Lab animation better, so I put Dexter's Lab. You want to flip it? Sure. All right. All right, let's go. What's this coin toss going to say? Yes! Ed Got and it. Nettie. All right, it's All right. tails, it's tails. We'll go for Ed and Eddie. All right. Uh, but honorable mention to Dexter's mom. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, SpongeBob versus Avatar. This is actually going to be kind of hard because, Ooh. I mean, I have my vote. Are you ready to do it? I know what your vote's going to be. It's not going to be the same as my vote. No, it's probably not. Three, two, one, SpongeBob. Avatar. Yeah, so we're going to have to flip this coin again. <laughs> your turn. You go ahead. Um Regardless of what you believe as a human being, Avatar is probably the best show out there. And I will probably agree with you because I haven't seen it, but from what I've heard about it, it's probably one of the best written shows. Yeah. But SpongeBob to me is just classic. So Fair enough, man. Fair enough. All right. What is it? It is Heads. Avatar. Oh, because it was your pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Moves on. Next show is... The Fairly Odd Parents versus Hey Arnold. I think I know where you're going to go, and I think you know where I'm going to go. So should we just get the coin ready then? Because uh, I'm going to go with Hey Arnold. And I'm going with Fairly yeah. Odd Parents. Yeah, all right, let's do it. All right. Boom. Tails. Tails. Ah, hey Arnold. Hey. hey Arnold beats uh, Fairly Odd Parents. All right. All right, guys. We are moving along. Here is the final uh, for Cartoon Network and for... Uh, uh, Nickelodeon, so Cartoon Network, Teen Titans versus Ed and Nettie. And I know which one you're going to pick, and I'm actually struggling with this one. <laughs> this is a hard one for me. This is really is. I, I get it. They're two very different styles. They are. It's just completely different, completely likable for two very different reasons. Oh, my gosh. All right, fine. Teen Titans. Teen Titans? Yeah, that's, that's my Teen gut Titans. reaction. I just had to say it. Teen Titans. All right. Teen uh, Titans it is. Uh, Teen Titans. It's just, it's, just, it's just a good show. It's just it's a great, it's a good well show. written. Yeah. Okay. Avatar versus Hey Arnold. That's, I'm, I'm going to give me, it to you. That's no contest I'm going to give it to you. Uh, hey Arnold was great. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Avatar is top tier. Yeah. Yeah. It, so here's, and I think this says a lot. I know a couple of them were like coin tosses, but I think this says a lot about our choices in life. Yeah. Because our final round for this bracket is Avatar The Last Airbender versus Teen Titans. Yeah. Both shows about super powered humans. Mm -hmm. um, both shows about bringing peace to the world, about yeah. using your power for what's right versus what's wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, both shows had some really deep episodes. 
Both shows had some really fun and playable episodes. Both shows have like sparked worlds beyond their yeah, shows. Yeah, because Teen Titans now has like three different spinoff shows. Yep. Um, Avatar just opened a studio, so now they're going to be diving oh, really? into the world of Avatar, basically. Oh, so they'll do like more in the future, more in the past. They'll yeah. talk about specific avatars versus the original cast, all kinds of cool stuff. This is hard for me. Um, it is too. The only, the only, I mean, my only thing here is I, I have a bias is that I really haven't yeah, watched Avatar. You haven't. And so my vote is Teen Titans. I, I, I'm sure if I would have watched Avatar, it would be been a lot harder for me, as, as I'm sure it is for you right now. Um, Teen Titans, me, I'm a superhero guy in general. Right. And so, to me, I lean that way anyways, probably, but, um, yeah. Okay. So, here is my pick. I say Avatar, but Raven is probably one of my favorite characters of all time. Good. Not just because she feeds into my goth girl fantasies. No, it's a great insight. uh, But, like, her writing, her character development, the fact that she was born the daughter of a demon and then ended up on the side of Justice fighting next to Beast Boy and Robin and Starfire and Cyborg – Mm. She she weighs it down for the Teen Titans side for me, and I don't like. I've always thought if I could be in a superhero movie, I would play Beast Boy. Yeah, and I would get to date Raven. Oh wow, yeah. I don't know, man. It's well, tough. Here, here's the thing: I don't want to because I, I can I can hear our listeners. They're saying, "Oh, here they are picking another superhero show over something else." So I want you to again. I have a bias because I haven't seen Avatar, so I don't know it. But if you feel like Avatar is the better story, I'm willing to go down on the wire for a coin flip. And that, that, we'll have to coin flip it. Okay. I, can, I can't trust myself to pick between the two. All right, let's coin flip it. Should we do best two out of I, three? Best two out of three, and I want you to do the honors. So okay, that I have no hint of bias here. Okay, is heads? Um, heads is Teen Avatar. Oh. Tails is Teen Titans. Heads is Avatars. All right, here we go. First flip. Tails. Okay. Uh, heads. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what's it gonna be? Oh, I think I've got it. It's Tails. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. On a coin flip. <laughs> so you can't come at me and say, oh, well, Avatar is better, and you know it. I know that they are both amazing shows, and I had nothing to do with that coin toss. Oh, so if you want to blame anybody, you blame Tim. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, that was our main segment about TV cartoon shows that we grew up on, and it was great. Teen Titans, congratulations on the win. Uh, you, you won this round. And maybe, maybe someday we'll have, like, a more – like bigger expanding, like maybe the classics versus like the ones that we grew up with. Maybe like these more recent ones that's like since 2010 or something, or I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm not into it. The recent ones are just like not, they're not as good. And I don't know if that's just nostalgia or what. I don't know. All right, guys. We will be right back. Yes. Hey, 
Hey guys, this is Tim and Chris from the Always More podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing, following, rating, liking, commenting, and asking us questions. If you haven't done any of those, you're wrong and you need to. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris, chill. Okay, well, seriously, thank you guys so much for those who have donated to the podcast by giving at buymeacoffee.com uh, in our sh- link in our show notes. And it really just helps us like spend more time to creating a better content for you guys to listen to and to also just help feed our caffeine addiction. Which we definitely do have. <laughs> it, it's actually a real problem for us. It is. It's it is. destroying our families. It's horrible. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much. Back to the show. We are back right, from right. our break. Yep. Ah, it was a nice break. It was a good one. We had a nice little nap in, a little yeah. power nap. It was good. And great. And what's great is they'll never know if I'm telling the truth or not. No, not at all. I may have taken a nap. <laughs> I may not have. Who knows? Maybe we just stopped recording and then hit the record button right away. We could have. You'll never know. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to move on from that fun topic. Uh, Like I said, Teen Titans won that one. It was a blast. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, So our next segment we're going to do is one of our tried and true segments. Hashtag Ask Chris and Tim. Yes. If you haven't asked us a question and you want to, these questions can be about anything. Anything. Serious, not serious. Um, If you have a question on our math test, I cannot guarantee you the answer will be correct, but I will give you an answer. I'll I'll definitely be wrong on that one. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right. So this first question comes from my master's master's commission mom, Jessica Hazer Hayes. Hey, hey. Uh, She says, what are you on the fence about? Yeah. Um, You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I'll go first just because I don't know what yours is and I'm scared. <laughs> uh, mine, I'm on the fence about TikTok, truthfully. Like just as a whole? Yeah, like, like the whole experience is TikTok. So it's a social media platform, obviously, so you only put out there what you want to put out there. Yep. I love watching TikToks. Mm-hmm. It sucks up so much of my time. Anytime I'm on the toilet, I watch TikToks. <laughs> TikToks are for pooping. Everybody knows yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, send, we, send, we send stuff to each other all the we time, do. too. Like, it's so, day. yeah. Like to the point where our for you pages have like basically morphed yep. into each other because you'll send me stuff that I saw and I was like, oh, I should send that to Tim, but I didn't. <laughs> Same. It's it's weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I like the idea of me posting TikToks or me being on TikTok. I mean, obviously we do our um, always more podcast yeah. TikToks. I don't know like if it's something I should get into and I don't know if it's too late because oh, no. social media is cyclical. I think TikTok is on its way out. Ooh, you think? Hot take. Yeah. I think TikTok is on its way out with all the complaints that creators have been talking about as far as being like shadow banned and different stuff. Everybody's like, you know what? If it's going to be like this, I'm leaving. Mm. I think a lot of big creators are about to leave and be done with TikTok and that's it. Do you feel like the principle behind it will stay like with Instagram Reels will stick around? I don't think Instagram Reels is going to do anything spectacular. I think a new social media platform is going to arise and take the spot the same way TikTok did to Vine. Wow. Interesting. I, I, that would be the only reason why I think it would, it's just all the big creators are like, okay, you need to change something. I don't know the creators of TikTok well enough if they would make changes or not, but that, that would probably be the biggest reason why just a lot of creators would leave. Yeah. But that's why I was asking about reels. Like, I wonder if they would just transfer to Instagram reels and, Maybe temporarily. I know a lot of people, um, when they talk about TikToks, they're like, oh, yeah, if you follow me on my Instagram, mm-hmm. we'll do this, this, and this. Right. So maybe temporarily, but I think whatever the next big social media thing is, I need to jump on that as soon as it comes out, even if I think it's lame. Yep. That way, by the time it is big, I've got a pretty good following. Yep. All right, fair enough. All right, so my, uh, what am I on the fence about? 
So Lord of the Rings was an incredible, incredible series, like trilogy. It, the the movies, the, especially the extended editions, are one of the most beautifully made films of all time. Fight yeah. me on it. It is. No, I won't fight you. Okay, thank you're you. absolutely right. Um, they have or Amazon is coming out with a TV show, a TV series. Yeah, and it's set up. Uh, it's bef- even before the Hobbit. It's set. Thousands of years, I believe, uh, in, before everything. It's, it's really, if you read this, uh, Similarian, you'll know a little bit more about it. That's how you pronounce it, Similarian? Similarian. Similarian. Yeah, Similarian. Um, there, look, Tolkien is a freaking genius. I mean, beyond, like, the dude, he wrote The Hobbit and goes, hey, this may be, may be made in something bigger. He wrote Lord of the Rings, and he's like, you know what? Let's create a whole freaking universe around it. Is, and, is he a genius or was he secretly transported to Middle Earth at one point in his life and just wrote down everything he saw? Look, either way. He, because it all feels real. I love him either way. It feels so real. <laughs> so if you don't know this, the the, uh, the book has so many details that you can really expand on and make so many movies about and shows about. So that part about it is exciting. However, number one, I've heard a few things that concern me. Number one, they want to like make this like Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I, I, I am. Look, I like Game of Thrones, but this is not it's the not show that. for Game of Thrones. No, you can't make it that. So I've actually seen the petition and I've signed part of the petition to like go, hey, take out nudity, take yeah. out all this stuff. That's gonna no, be super, no sex, no. I, I don't want that. Look, none of that stuff. That, it, it's not that we're prudish because again, I like Game of Thrones yeah. for what it was. It was an amazing story, right. and that helped push the story along. Yeah. None of that is needed in the no. Tolkien verse. No, no. And so there's that. I've heard complaints about the, the Tolkien family in the show, just like they're butting heads a little bit. And then also, lastly, um, uh, what's his name? Um, the director, um, Peter, Peter Jackson, Jackson, is not involved at all. What? I don't. I, if I remember correctly, he's not involved. So how would you not? Yeah. I'm, okay. I. We're on the same side. I'm, I'm, the I'm on, on the fence that. about it. So, Jessica, you turned that into a big segment. But uh, Thanks, Mom. Yeah. All right. Next up, Harley asked, black and blue or white or gold and gold dress? So it took me a minute to remember what was happening know, yeah. here. But I definitely saw the black and blue. Same. Okay. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Harley. Harley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, last one that we've got was your wife, I believe. Jessica. Yes. Two from Jessica's. It's weird. Um, Jessica asked, what is one conversation you would like to have with old you, like 70 to 80-year-old you? I know what it is. Do they finally fix the DCEU? That's what you ask? You get to talk to you from the future. Yeah. And that's what you ask? Look, I don't want to know all those other things. I want the other things to be just a nice, pleasant surprise and live life. And you See, know. here's the thing. I would make it a surprise because I would only ask – which companies should I invest in? Oh, that's smart. Dang what it. are the lotto numbers of oh, this specific man. date? How can I make your 80-year-old life so much richer? Well, that, that depends on your view of time. Is that linear or is it circular? It's Jeremy Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. The yeah. good place? Yeah. <laughs> time is a Jeremy Barry. <laughs> it loops and twists and Wibbly it wobbly. essentially looks like the cursive English spelling of the name Jeremy Barry. <laughs> this little dot up here that's separate from everything else, that's Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so uh, thank you for all your questions out there, friends. Y'all are cool. We always love your questions. Ask uh, more. Ask more. Okay, so Jessica Hayes 
suggested a new segment. And so we're going to do it every once in a while because it's a fun little segment. Um, but we're going to do it just one way, and it's going to be me asking Chris. And the segment is called um, Explain a Movie or Show Pilot or Plot Badly. This is going to be fun. So, um, Chris. I'm going to close my eyes. And yeah. I'm going to visualize everything you're telling me, and I'm going to try to guess which show or movie it is. Okay. You ready? Yeah. A billionaire devotes his fortune to cosplay and beating up a mentally ill person. Batman. Yes, good job. Um, a wisecracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. Um, ooh. Um, no, I got nothing. Freddy. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not cool. All right. Uh, priest kidnaps child for cult and eventually marriage to politician twice his age. Uh, this is. Let me say it one more time. Priest kidnaps child for cult, and eventually the child marriage uh, to a politician twice his age. I got nothing. Star Wars. Yo. <laughs> All right, last one. Last one. Um, old man pretends to teach teenage boy karate to make him do chores. <laughs> <laughs> That's Karate Kid. Yeah. A hundred percent. You done waxing my car? <laughs> Good idea, Jessica. I love that. That is fun. I like that. We got to keep doing that more I, often. I feel like I would suck at this, though. I'm not good with connecting things like that. You, you're a lot better than, than I am, for sure. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I guess the longer we go, the more obscure the movies would have to get. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have another new segment that I really wanted to do uh, because I think it's just fun and stupid and awesome. I like the idea of this one when you told me about it. Okay, the segment is titled, What If? And it's simple, is we find a question on the internet and ask it and debate it and if it would work in our society and our world and whatever. So the question for today is, how would society be different if everyone was naked? All the time. All the time, 24-7. Okay. So first and foremost, I think there would be a lot of companies that would not exist. Um, clothing companies specifically, yeah, obviously. Yep. Uh, men's warehouse would definitely be out. Yep. Um, Amazon would not be as big as it is. Things like that. So that would completely shape our economy in a different way. Why not Amazon? Uh, because Amazon started out shipping shirts and clothes, and I thought all they kinds started shipping books. They they did books as well, but one of the things that made them as big as it is is that mm. clothing companies can use Amazon as a third party gotcha. shipping company. Gotcha. Um, we wouldn't. Ooh, let's take it further back. Slave trade on Juneteenth. We'll talk about it. Okay. Cotton was used to make clothes. Oh, holy They wouldn't crap. have needed to pick cotton. So wow. would we still have slaves to pick cotton? No. Would they have just been forced into slavery for something else? Probably. Well, that's because... what I'm trying to think of. Like, what other huge commodity was there that slavery could have been industrialized for? Because I'm trying outside to, I'm, of food. I'm, I know there's other things, obviously, but like, was there anything big enough to create this huge slave trade at that time? I don't think so, because like you would think oil fields and fossil fuels, but they weren't using them. No, then. yeah. Um, you would think food, but I mean, well, especially in the Americas, cotton they already was the biggest had thing. food enough, right? Like, so even, most slaves were doing cotton, not food. I mean, obviously, there were a bunch also doing food. Yeah. Um, but by the time of the American Revolution, even further Britain, back though, let's talk about this. Without clothes, would we have even survived as a society? Well, I mean, with, we, like we did the to extreme some point. temperatures and heat, cold, 
anything like that. Um, protection oh. from the elements. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't think, truthfully, and don't come at me. I'm not. I'm not debating <laughs> this. I don't think white people would have emerged as the. Oh heck no! The top. When it comes to like racial inequality, I don't think I don't like think that. white people would have evolved. Y'all get burned by the sun, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like we would like, uh, mean, uh, uh, um, people, humans originated from Africa, so there's no way we would have evolved in the first place. Yeah, because everybody would have been in the sun, right? So it would have just been black people, basically. Yeah, brown and black people. That is an interesting thought experiment. Wow. I mean, I'm not going to. Yeah, all that. Uh, there are me. so many ways you could go with that. <laughs> truthfully, like, the world would be so much wow more different than you could even expect it to be without clothes. <laughs> Just that simple thing, clothes. Simple thing, clothes. Incredible. That's ah, weird. All right. I don't like it, <laughs> but I love it. It's weird. Uh, all right. All right. So this last segment we're going to do is everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> don't at me. This is Tim's Well Actually. Hey, all right. So for my well, actually, so many people, including myself, thought that the soft soda drink, uh, Fanta, 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 don't you want to? Was a drink created in some country that speaks Spanish, like my, most people, I think, would assume. But actually, that's what I would have thought. It was created in Nazi Germany. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. So. In, I, don't, I don't read these notes for your segments yeah. so that I can react in real time. In World War II, uh, the Coca-Cola factory in Germany obviously was, you know, it was isolated because Germany and U.S. didn't trade anymore. Right. And so uh, here's here's what the article that I'll, I'll share in the notes says. Um, there was no trade, and so that means there was no Coke syrup, which meant that the manager of the German Coca-Cola bottling company, Max Keith, had to come up with a different concoction. So using apple fiber leftover from lollipops uh, when the cheese uh, away from the cheesemakers and, uh, and with yellow coloring, it had quickly become popular. And so this guy, Max Keith, in Nazi Germany created this brand-new soda called Fanta. Now, here's the thing. Fanta is just short for the German word fan, uh, uh, fantasy. So it's like Fantasia or something like that. And so uh, that's where the word actually comes from. But it was originally bought out by Coke after World War II and popularized in South American countries and Central America countries and stuff like that. So The only thing I know about Fanta is the commercial. Oh, yeah. You look hot and all that plaster. Drink some Fanta. <laughs> faster, faster. Don't you want to? Don't you want to? Want to? Fanta? Yeah. Don't you want to? But that, no. that's about it. But no, it was created by huh. a... Well, actually, I don't know if he was a Nazi or not, but it was in It Nazi. was in Nazi Germany. Yeah. The more you know, I guess. There you go. All right. Um, <laughs> does it, how does it make you feel, Chris? Like, <laughs> it's like you, you look at things like, okay, obviously it's not that anymore, but it's like I had this huge assumption that it was this huge thing that it's definitely not or was or bro i don't know how i feel about (laughs) stuff anymore the world is strange and amazing and weird and i i don't know how i feel about a lot of things anymore (laughs) like when i was a kid i thought being an adult was like oh i'll have all the answers right i was so wrong no so wrong i have no answers yeah no answers for (laughs) anything ever All right, guys. I think it is time to end this fantastic show today, this fun show. Uh, Any final thoughts, Chris? Final thoughts. If you haven't watched Avatar, you're wrong. You need to. It is life-changing. Teen Titans won the bracket based on a coin flip. 
coin flip. So I would like to see what our listeners and viewers yeah. think about the bracket, what they think should have won, how they understand right. it should have been broken down. Fill out your own bracket. There are apps you can use. Um, yeah. We'll put a bracket in the show notes. You can use that and just kind of fill it out using Photoshop or whatever you want sure. to use to yeah. fill it out. Send us your bracket so we can see what's going on in your head as far as cartoons go. I got nothing else. I think that's... No, that was good. I had a blast. Yeah, it was fun. It this was, was fun. It's one of those things just like, it's so easy to talk about because it's something that impacted us so deeply. Like, we didn't think about it, like, uh, affecting us that much, but yeah. it really did. It was like, these shows really did, in a way, not completely, but did shape a lot of how we think about things, and I think our winner kind of shows that. Is like, we love superhero shows because of using your power for the greater good, even if that means lessening yourself uh, for others. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I was satisfied with today. I'm good. All right. All right, guys. Well, hey, that was the end of the pod. Again, thank you guys so much for being here and for being with us. And uh, we love you all. Again, reach out to us if you have any questions, thoughts, comments, moans, or groans. Actually, don't do that. Just don't moan and groan. Don't, don't moan me. and groan. Yeah, just give us you know five don't stars. Come comment. Don't come at me with that energy, <laughs> especially not on Juneteenth. All right. All right, guys. We love you all. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Always More podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, like, and rate on whatever your platform of preference is. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Always More Pod and ask your question using hashtag AskChrisandTim. If you'd like to support the podcast and feed into Chris and Tim's caffeine addiction, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash alwaysmorepod. For further information and to contact Chris or Tim, you can email them at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com.